So there's an Indian, a shtikal in this country we live in right now, in America, uh, which, is, uh, which is abortion. And uh, it's very, it could be very much connected. I want to discuss fetuses and their status in regards to Yemais HaMashiach. A fetus, as we know, right now there's a tremendous, uh, this country is very polarized, and there's two extremes happening. You have one side of the country, which recently in Georgia and Alabama, the Kaitsev is a, who, who want to ask her from the beginning, from conception, or from a heartbeat. And the other, one, other side is reacting, or whichever side is reacting to whichever other side, it doesn't really matter, is the other extreme says, until a baby is born, it could be, it could be killed, it could be aborted. So, and even afterwards, the truth is, you're, you, you, what you're saying, unfortunately, has a, has a truth to it, because... Because uh, because there's a law right now sitting in the in the Congress that they want to pass, which is that if a baby survives an abortion, there should be a doctor present to save the baby, right? Because it happens. It's called a botched abortion. But the word is, and uh, half of the people in the Congress refuse to bring it to a thing, and they say a stickle ridiculously that which doctor wouldn't try to save the baby? Why do we even have to make such a law in the first place? What they don't realize, of course, is the unbelievable liability involved because when a woman hires a person to kill the baby, if the baby survives, it's unbelievable agmas nefesh that she has to take care of a living baby who's mutilated on top of it, missing an arm and a leg. So you can imagine that any such doctor is going to be out of business very, very quickly and he's going to, maybe, who knows what's going to happen to him. So he has every reason in the world not to try to save the baby. And the whole thing is is mufrich minei However, it is very negea shav mitzpneinoyach b'chalal kiedua that al pi halacha according to Jewish law uh, we're supposed to be preparing the world for yemais hamashiach shav mitzpneinoyach according to the Rambam and it's actually no machlokes at all it's a gemara mufureshes in mesechta sanhedrin it's a clear gemara and it's as I obke paskin in halacha that a guy who kills a fetus is chayiv misa you have to he has to be executed every abortionist has to be executed al pi halacha. In other words, for Goyim, there's no shaila that it's absolutely considered straight up murder. Shavim is b'nei noyach, and uvemela, uh, it's it's very important that 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 it be stopped. And and yasher chelom of all those who are fighting against it, and even the eshleim are going to get. We'll touch upon it. Even the vart of a heartbeat, the psag din that they're giving is thirty is I believe thirty six days, six weeks. Um, which is according to Jewish law, according to the Gemara, it's 40 days. It's mamish, uh, mamish very, very much uh, going down. And uh, it's very Yusayidistic. Now, where does it tie in all this to, to, uh, to, to Mashiach? Because there's a Gansa Shaila in the Gemara, there's a whole Shaila from when does a child have Tchis HaMesim? From when does a child have Tchis HaMesim? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So there's five shittas in the Gemara. We're gonna mention. Well, we're gonna mention in a second. Also has Same thing. No, yeah, nothing to do with abortion per se. Uh, miscarriage. The shaila is from what point does a child merit the world to come? Tchias <laughs> hamesim. And and by the way, for those who are not aware, goyim also have tchias hamesim. It's not only yidden have tchias hamesim. It's a Gemara for the, of course the righteous Gentiles, those who deserve it, of course, who are uh, who are righteous and keep the shav mitzvahs b'nei noyach. Someone not doing abortions, chas v'shalom. 
Um, anyone who keeps the halacha, the seven laws of Nenayach, is going to have Tchis HaMesis. I think in, in the Sugi and Rosh Hashanah of Tezayin, where uh, the Gemara says, Gimel Kitis Liem Hadin, there's three groups, Liem Hadin. Rashi says, Keshagichu HaMesim, the famous thing, Tzadikim, Rishayim, Beinanim, and the Gemara talks about Goyim there. There's Poishi Yisro Begufon, and Poishi Akum Begufon. Right, a Yid who doesn't put on Tefillin, a Goy who does Arayis, right, so clearly the Gemara, and uh, many other places. I mean, even the Mishnah, Kol Yisro Yeshem Chedem Habo, Chedem says Kol Yisro, it's very interesting, but then it says Chutz, and then the list, it lists a bunch of Goyim there. Right, Bolok, uh, Bilam, I don't remember exactly, but but uh, and it's talking about Chesamais in there. Akopanim, it's just a gate Rayish of a Dover. It's Dover Achi Pashut that Goyim at Chesamais as well. So it's also a relevant Shaila. You know, people don't want to have a child. Unfortunately, uh, uh, think about the frightening imagery of a, of a, a parent who uh, who killed their own child, Achman uh, al-Islam, and then that Chesamais. It's a little bit, it's a little bit frightening in the child that. A person was so uh, nasty to and didn't recognize as their child to act this way. By the way, Darachagav, it's important to note that by Yidin, uh, by Yidin, it's a little bit different. By Yidin, we talk, don't give the death penalty, right, for killing a fetus. That's the halacha. The uh, the but that doesn't mean uh, which enkamakaymi the reason why the distinction by a goy. You, is, is that the death penalty by Yid not the Rebbe has an unbelievable sikha, Yud based Thomas sikha printed in the Yisafis of Chelik Beis and we don't want to get too sidetracked so we're not going to get into the sikha Nish it's like a fascinating sikha the Chilik between Yid and Goyim in this, in this Nekudah but suffice it to say for now that Bechlal generally speaking Yid didn't have much more things that they get executed for Bechlal Goyim Yid and I think have 36 uh, uh, things that they could get executed for Goyim have 12 Epsazai so, uh, but Akopanim, this is one of the this is one of the chilukim. However, it doesn't mean that the aveda is not the aveda of ritzicha. There's a big machlekes between the the the, the peskim, What exactly is the aveda of abortion? And the shit of Ramosha Feinstein and our Rebbe, the Rebbe is that it is murder. Ritzicha mamish. The Rebbe has a letter at Kedekach. It's printed in Shari Halacha Minig that the Rebbe tells a couple. That the Rebbe tells them that even the Nazis wouldn't murder their own children, only the children of Bnei Yisrael, Shayyichu, the Rebbe says. So, and, uh, and the Rebbe has another letter printed in Igris where the Rebbe says that, the Rebbe tells a person, apparently the person told the Rebbe that they're secular. So the Rebbe says being secular is not a good reason to kill your own kid, wow. in the words of the Rebbe. So the Rebbe, that's the Rebbe Shitta, Rebbe Moshe Feinstein, there's others who have more lenient, but uh, uh, for Yidin, but Akopanim, Hudachim Chabravim, the Eivish is half, everyone should do tshuva right now, everyone should repent. Oh, okay, so so let's get into the Shaila. Let's get into, the, it's going to come up. Okay, Akopanim, with that Gansakadam, that's like a reason why to talk about it. So we're all learning Saita now as, a, as a preparation for uh, Shavuos. So of course we know the Gemara where Miriam uh, rebukes her father Amram and she tells him that you're, you're Gzeda when you're making the men separate from the women, from the women and, and not having children, your Gzeda is worse than Pari. Pari is only killing the male boys. You're killing also the females. And then, he's, then she said, Pari in other words, a person, there's a concept that we're going to see in a moment, a person could only merit Olam Haba, only after the Neshama comes down into Aguf, could it now merit the world to come. So she told her father, even if the babies are killed, 
at least they're going to get oilam haba. You're being goyzer. You're not even letting the babies be born to allow them to have oilam haba. So the 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 uh, the gemara the the gemara originally is in the gemara is sanhedin daf kufyud kufyud base. The gemara says itmar cotton me masai ball oilam haba. When does a cotton begin to go to oilam haba? And in the Yerushalmi, it has the exact same gemara in Yerushalmi, Shvius, Perek Dal, Halacha Ches. Over there, it asks the question: Ketana Yisro Meemasai Hem Chayim. From when Meemasai Hem Chayim? Mamish, the question: When do they? When do they? When do they come back alive? From when? So Reb Chia and Reb Shim Barabi have an argument. One says from when they're born. The other one says from when they could talk. Two shittas. Third shitta. Third shitta. Ravina says Mishash and Nizra. Mishas Shanizra, when it's uh, when it's planted, when it's a seed, uh, uh, in the words of Rashi, Mishas Niklat Hazera. Someone asked from when and then till when. We we'll get there in a second, but the words of Rashi over here, Mishas Niklat Hazera b'mei ha'isha, from, from when it's absorbed. Afilu hipilo imoi, even if it is then miscarried, v'nimche. It's so early on that it just melts away. In other words, it's mamish uh, mamish within. Uh, very, very, extremely early, basically, bef- definitely before 40 days. So that's the third shitta. Fourth shitta, eh, that was Ravina. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, Mishash and Nimel, from the Bres Mila, from circumcision, and Tanu Mishum Rabbi Meir, Mishash Yemer Amen. The Meir says, from when the child answers Amen. So, in other words, what do we have here? We have essentially from conception, from birth, from the Bris. From speaking and from answering, Amen. Yerushalmi basically says the same five shit. It's a little different wording. It says Misha Yedabru, and by Amen it says Misha Yedealanis Amen Bebeis Hakneses, and uh, and fine. Now, now, Darfin, uh, there's there's a shtikel Chakiri here which someone asked, and now's the time to mention it, which is when exactly is a child considered a fetus? Is it is it from 40 days or is it might from the beginning? It's mashma from this Rashi. Mishash and Niklat Hazera b'Meihisha. I feel that it's Nimcha afterwards. In other words, even way before 40 days. But we know from many places in the Gemara that up until 40 days, in the words of the Gemara, Maya ba'almahu. In the words of the Gemara, which means it's just a fluid. Which Al it doesn't have the status of a fetus, and there's very many ramifications in halacha. If if a if a woman uh, miscarries that is the is it as if she already had a bechur for example, and there be other cases a a a a a, um, a, a who's married to Yisrael who dies, and she has this uh, uh, so then she she goes back to her father's home and she can eat tsuruma because she's a koyin she's a bas koyin she's the daughter of a koyin, but if she's pregnant she can't eat so up until forty days she's allowed to eat because she's not considered pregnant because it's maya balma. And other such halachis. The reality is that until 40 days, it does not have the status, according to halacha, really of a, a, a fetus. Which, by the way, I mentioned before, the be the laws, there are leniences that could perhaps be had up until 40 days because it doesn't mamish have the halacha, the din of 40. Agav, what's l'chayda the svarish abizeh, yeshleim rebepashtus, in other words, l'chayda it's alive before 40 days. What's up 40 days? What's givarin? So the answer to Pashtus is, you could say, is that it's very similar to the moment of death. 
we know that biologically, you're not considered dead when you're by, uh, uh, by biological death, because the body could take two or three days even to die, for every cell in the body to die. So nerva then, we, we consider you dead either when your heart stops or when your brain stops. Right? So in other words, the medical world, they hold it when the brain. That's how they're able to do transplants. They need a lebedic goof. They need a living body. So the only way they do life transplants is they decided that death is when the brain is dead. Right? And now when we say the brain is dead, we don't just mean the external brain. They, they say it has to be even the reptile brain, the, the, the brain uh, the brain stem. Mom is the most primitive part of your brain. The part, the only thing it's able to do Bechlal, is uh, breathe and uh, digestion, I believe. Mamish. The, the, the core of the brain. So they say when that's dead, the person they call, they call it the moment of death, v'chulu v'chulu. Uh, by most poskim, however, as we know, which is why where it gets very controversial, uh, uh, um, even transplants for from for yidden, for from yidden, is that we we tie it from when the heart stops beating, which is uh, which happens, uh, uh, which you could have the brain dead and the heart is still uh, the heart is still beating. So it gets very complicated. But alkopanim, what? It's a good question, but I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not possible. I'll tell, I'll tell you the way. It's, the, the only reason why it's possible, it's a good question. The only way it's possible this way is because, technically speaking, the heart has a signal which makes it pump, and the, heart, the signal doesn't come from the brain. It's an independent signal. So technically, it doesn't need the brain to tell the heart to pump. What's the problem, though? The heart needs a lot of factors. It needs oxygen. Uh, ox- oxygenization. It needs to have oxygen. It needs to have different things happening. Which is why when they do a transplant, for example, they take the heart out of the body, they put it into this box, and it's an oxygenated box, and it has a lot of minerals and whatever it needs inside there. And it, But it could only live there for, two, for let's say, two, three hours, the amount of time it could survive there. But there's a heart in the box, pusher pumping. Because the signal is being sent and so pump it's like a regular heart outside of the body. The thing is, our body is the best conditions the heart could have. It's a perfect thing. So even though the brain is dead, what they do is they keep pumping oxygen. Because remember, the person can't breathe anymore because their brain is dead. So what they do is they, we pump oxygen into the body. And the body and the heart continues pumping. And the, and the heart can continue pumping for weeks and even months on end because it has the conditions. It's eventually going to die, an infection, whatever it is. But the word is, this is the Gansa Pilpul, this is the question. So that's how it's possible to have such a scenario. This is the, this is the complication, this is how it is. The word is, though, that just like that moment of death happens by a heartbeat, there's a big svara to say that the baby, even if the baby's alive from day one, but it's biological life, it's not human life. How do you how do you know that it's alive? Just like by death, we don't count by biological death, we count it by heartbeat, which is the svara of these legislators that they decide from the heartbeat that it should be it should be illegal. It's very possible that the that the idea of forty days also comes from that, because the heart starts being a tiny pulse like an electric current already I think from like day twenty. But to have a real heart, really, you have up from day 40. Which is mamish, the Gemara, the Gemara is menashamayim, and the Gemara knows everything. And, uh, what? About a nepo, like the different dinim. Yeah. That's what we're saying. There's a difference. Before 40 days, after 40 days, uh, etc. Exactly the point. Um... Exactly, you could dive in to change the gender. We discussed that another year. I think it's 
Ah, I hear you. Okay, very cute. Okay, fine. I'll call upon him. So now, so uh, um, so the Frechtach HaShayla, it's mashma over here that the kid goes to Elam Hav according to this shit even before 40 days. Pasha, right away. Which is very interesting. In other words, Mamash, the kid is already Ben Elam Hav. But Bechlal, uh, this whole thing is a Shaila before 40 days. Because there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin that's had the Gala from Bez, where Antoninus tells Rebbe, Neshama me'emasai nitna ba'adam. When is the neshama coming to the body? Mishas pekida, mishas yitzide. Which one? Right? Pekida is mishas hamalach pekida tipa. The tipa brings it before Hashem and says, "What's going to be with this tipa?" That's the question. Is it from pekida or is it from yitzide? Like Ashi says, "What's yitzide?" Shenikram kuli bebaser vegidne ba'atzamis. It's formed already, like forty days. He asks, "When is the neshama enter the body? At what point?" The uh, uh, the cheda no because because the first of all pkida literally means like conception and bifrat the vart of he brings the tipa let me give you an example some I just found that found this out this year very interesting what does the gemara mean when it says that our boyim yoyim lefnei yitzidus havla davishter announces ben pleni pas pleni lepleni what's our boyim yoyim is it our boyim yoyim before the conception or it means at the time of conception, arboim yoim before yitzira savlad, before you have the yitzira, before the baby is crafted and formed, the forty days. So the person, someone was masber to me, and it makes it's mistaber because arboim yoim. It's very interesting. So arboim yoim means the day of conception, and then yitzira, the crafting, the forming of the child, is on the fortieth day. So Antonin is asked Rebbe which one. So Rebbe told him back mishas yitzira on the fortieth day. So then Antonina said, he says, how could you have a meat which survives without life in it for, 30 day, for three days without spoiling? Even three days a, meat, a piece of meat goes, gets spoiled. It needs salt, whatever. So Amar Rabbi, Rabbeinu HaKadosh says, Antoninus taught this to me, he was macabre, he accepted. It's true. And then he says, and there's a pasuk which which proves what he's saying, that from your pkida you've you, you've guarded my spirit within me. I'm sorry. You're asking a technical question. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know the technicalities of the raya, and 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 I would suggest that even Rabbi Noachadish. What was the havamina? What was the maskana? Uh, we're going to get to that in a second. I think. I think there's a little bit of a theory here. I'll, I'll tell you, there's a little bit of a theory. I'll tell you why. Because there's a direct contradiction to a different Gemara. And that's, let's answer it. And then I think we'll answer your question. There's a Gemara in Menachist of Tzadik Testament Beis. The Gemara says, that Yechanan, and this time of Matan Tehidah was coming up, less than, uh, less than two weeks. So, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Lazar, Damri Tarvayu, Taira Nitna Barboim, Taira was given 40 days, Unishama Noitzra Barboim. And the Nishama is created in the Guf. Arboim in 40 days, exactly 40 days, the same cheshben. Kol hamishamber teirosay nishmasi mishdameres. V'chol she'ein nishamber nishatayda, ein nishmasi mishdameres. You keep the teirah, you have a life. You don't have, you don't keep the teirah, you're not going to be guarded. Not going to be guarded. You're going to die. So we hear the Gemara says befeidish neshama nights the barboim. The neshama is barboim, like that be said originally, not 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 the other thing. So different mafarshim give different answers, and I think the way the answer seems to come out, the, the medish talpiyes, and it's also the chayim meduik and rashi is what we in our terminology, knowing chsedes, would call the nefshah chiyunis hativis habahamis versus nefshali kis. 
That's the chayda the chiluk. And on the reverter, the vert of antininus is the chay, nefshachiyunis, the life itself, there's a certain life force which is put into it, a spiritual life force, which has to exist mamish from the beginning. Araya from that for Rashi is, when Rashi brings that Gemara about Antoninus, Rashi says, by Pkida, Rashi says, miyad nizra kaboy neshama v'chiyus. So Rashi is not satisfied with the word neshama. Neshama v'chayus. In other words, it's not just about, it's neshama which in Yonah is to give chayus. Versus the nefesh hamaskeles, as it's called in some places, nefesh hamidaberes, nefesh alikis. Perhaps in our terminology, nefesh dekdusha, the holy soul, that already takes that's already forty days, um, uh, 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 forty days. Stam. When we say nefesh we don't mean the yitzhara, because the gemara says befeish the yitzhara comes in after the baby comes out of, by birth. The gemara says that if it would be in the stomach, it would kick the mother so much it would like kill the mother, it would break out of the because it's so egotistical. It can't be bottle. It can't be uber yerachimoy. It can't accept the fact that it's totally nullified to the mother and it wouldn't work. The Gemara says the Yitzhara comes out. So we're not talking about the Yitzhara, but we're talking about the, the Nefesh HaChiyunis. But according, if this vert is Eiskehalten, by the way, if this vert is true, it comes out of Meredik Echidish, that what Chassidus says, that the guf is holier than the Neshama, that the Eibush Atta B'chartonam Kalamim, Hashem chose the Yiddish guf, the body itself is holy, B'chulu B'chulu, that means even the guf without the Nefesh Tikdusha, we're saying Tchis HaMesim happens already from before 40 days. From when it's absorbed in the stomach of the mother. Um, fine. Uh, before we get to the halacha, there's one final gemara. Legabi um, this. Uh, the gemara in Ksubis Tafkuf Yud Aleph, not Legabi 40 days, but Legabi Tchis Hamesim. The gemara quotes uh, in Ksubis Tafkuf Yud Aleph, brings from a Pasuk in Yeshaya Hanavi. It says, Yichyu Meisecha, your dead will come alive. Nevelosi yikumun, and your carcasses, your carcass, your your dead body, your nevela yikumun will arise. So the Gemara says that it's a very, uh, first of all, it's a double expression. Second of all, it's a very disrespectful way to talk about a dead body of a human being. The word carcass, you know what you use, you use the word carcass for? For a dog, not for a human. What is this expression? Nevelosi yikumun. What's for a nevela? A nevela? Talk about a human being. So the Gemara has a habamin that's talking about you hit yidn of chutzlaritz. The Gemara says the first half of the pasuk. The first half of the pasuk where it says Yich Yumei Secha, respectful, Yidn of Eretz Yisrael, Yidn of Chutzlaretz, derogatory, and the Velasi Yikumun are going to arise. The Gemara over there is trying to discuss whether Yidn of Chutzlaretz are going to have Chisam Esim or not. Fine. The Gemara then says B'chanish Kenaya because you're getting the wrong Pshat and pasuk. What's the second half of the pasuk going on? And for the Gemara, it's talking about Nefalim. It's talking about fetuses. That the first half of the pasuk is regular people who died. Nevelasi Yukumun is going on babies who were miscarried. Babies who were miscarried. Why are they called Nevelas? So the Marsha explains. Because they never had life, they never had a chance to live. So they were their whole life they were just a Nevela. They were just a dead body. They never had life to them. Now the 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 the, the Gabe Fine. So that's so this is this is the halacha. So we're going to get to the halacha in a moment, and we're going to see that all all five shittas are correct. But over here we see very clearly the power of pashit being born begashmius, and we have no idea, uh, you know, when a woman miscarries, she has no idea what the cheshbon of the abishter was, why she had the baby in the first place, and of course this is also uh, 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 also when a child is born, 
and, uh, and, and either dies young or a child who's pushed special needs and, and, and is not mechuyiv in mitzvahs. So people say, you know, people don't understand. Vos epis, what's the reason? Why did the Abish just send this neshama down into this body? Talking about abortion, Nachman al-Islan, they came out an article last year, Iceland, the first country in the world, in Europe, that they, they came out with a big, they're all proud of themselves, that they've eradicated Down syndrome. They, have no, they, they didn't have a single child born from Down syndrome that year. Right? What's pshat? Because every single child who had it was killed. So one of the big pro, uh, I mean anti-abortion people from America wrote on Twitter, they said you didn't, you, they said you found a cure, there is no cure. He says, you didn't, you didn't eradicate Down syndrome, you eradicated people with Down syndrome. Pashat Nazis, kipshutte. So, in other words, by, and by the way, it's not so much Yidua, but the Nazis, the first people they killed, by the way, were special needs people, before they even killed the Yidin. They're all German kids. They killed hundreds of thousands of people. They had no concept of an Eshame and the value of a human being, which is, which is bleak So much so, it's brought down in the first Simon in Evan Ezer, in Shulchan Aruch, uh, 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 Simon Aleph, Shulchan Aruch brings it down, the, and Beis Yisrael brings it down from the Maharil, Simon Kuf Tzadik Vav, where he says... That your yoytze prudavu, even with someone who's uh, who's uh, who's severely handicapped in their brain and other things, are shaita, chedish, and he says, he says first of all, high nami neshama yeshlei, that's his lashon, ubar mitzvusu, beetzim, he's really obligated in the mitzvus, he just can't do it, begashmis. But there's a big nafkimin is the halacha. For example, we know there's a biblical prohibition from you feeding a yid treif. The same halacha applies to a yid who has no cognitive abilities. You're over an isadei raisa, feeding him today because he's a yid, just like any other yid. You can't obligate him because, because uh, there's a technicality in the way, but he's in a shama just like anyone else. And the maril says, how do I know he's mamish ad kadeikach a yid like anyone else? And the heragin love. He says, you could be a yid who's the most productive person in this world. You have an IQ of 179. You're inventing the, the greatest inventions on earth. If you kill this person, we kill you. Why? Because you decided your life's more chashev. You don't even know what you're talking about, Bechlal. The value of a person. What about Bechlal? Generally, generally, people speaking, what are people doing in this world? So, of course, the Shalach Kaddish makes the best kitzer, and he says that there's three reasons a person, Neshama, comes down into this world. One is either, Bechlal, it's fixed everything it needed to fix for itself. It came down for other people to teach them lessons, it doesn't need any tikkunim anymore. It already finished its job. That's what the Shalom Kaddish says. Many neshamas come down that they pasha don't need anything anymore. They're pasha here so other people to, to, should get a lesson or, or something for other people, which is a, a madrega gvoya in, in, in a neshama. Another oifen why a neshama would come down into this world is every neshama needs to fulfill all 613 mitzvahs. Right? And has to also learn Kulaterikula, all that. And until you do all 613, you won't be able to fully. The Alter talks about it in Geras HaKadish. Right? In Kamakoyim, the reasons, but every every limb of the Nishama, Pasha needs the Levush of all Tariq Mitzvahs. And the third reason is for Tikkunim. If someone messed up in a previous lifetime, the Pasha have to keep fixing Bukhulu, Bukhulu, Bukhulu. And Shalach uh, says that's the reason, Bukhulu, why a Nishama could be born many times, why a child dies young. Because they needed to be born and to have their tikkun and to pass away. And Agav, no yid should ever know from this, but that's the reason why why we say a vidui with a child who passes away, even if the kid can't say it, the parents say it for him. Not because the kid has a vedas, but mitzad the inyan of gilgulim, mitzad this inyan of tikkunim. Akopanim, this is all just to bring out the vart, the power of a yid coming down into this world. It's pashat zeichel chayelim hab. The gabi what the halach is, the Rebbe brings in a sikhin chayel gimel bavustasikha. That the Alter Rebbe says that when the neshama begin to enter the when the neshama diktusha the holy neshama of the begin to enter the body in a premius, in a premius, 
because like the Rebbe's medayik, already in the in the, the fetus, already in the mother's stomach, it already had an epshali kiss. It says ner doluk al roishay. There's a light, a candle lit al roishay, al from loshen makif, but it's not absorbed in a primius. It's not really become. Didn't, it's not revealed in a in an internal way within the uh, within the fetus itself. So the Alter Rebbe paskins that it happens by the bris. The Rebbe says, where's the mocker of the Alter Rebbe? So the Rebbe says he got it from a sefer from the one of the Rishonim, Benedas Hamor. Benedas Hamor is like your first chesedish uh, sefer. He has a whole akdama saying that everyone forgot about the premius of Yiddishkeit and it's about Agadita and it's about and it's not about halacha. You know, halacha is the you have to have halacha, but but the, the premius and he has a whole sefer Benedas Hamor, one of the Rishonim. So over there he paskins that when is tchias going to happen from the bris? That's what he paskins in the sefer. So the Rebbe says that this is a mocker of the Alter Rebbe. Because what is it dependent upon the question of whether you're going to have Tchiyas HaMesim? It's whether the Nefshali Kis had an internal effect on your guf. Whether it had a, whether it revealed your, whether it became revealed in your guf and gave your guf eternity, essentially. And the Rebbe says, therefore, since the Medetis Hamor Paskin, that when does a kid get Olam Haba from the Bris, that's the mocker of the Alter Rebbe, that when is the beginning of the entering of the Nefshali Kis into the guf, Bishas the um, bris Mila. That what? No, no, no. Shulchanah, Alter Rebbe. No, no, we said in the Gemara what, to one of the shittas of when you're going to have Elam uh, Haba. And, and the Rebbe is saying that's, that, that's the mocker of the Alter Rebbe. Because one of the Rishayin and Paskin that, that the Halach is like from the Bris Mila. The fact that the Rishayin and Paskin... She, that, right, that's already halachic psach, exactly. Once you pass in like that, therefore that's not halacha. That when does the neshama start coming in at, at that point? And it's also over there talks about a child who passes away before eight days. So the truth is, the the, the chaver kaddish takes the body and they do a bris on the child. And shulchanach mentions that they give him a, a, a shame lezecher lezecher shiyirachamuhu min hashemayim v'yichya b'tchias hamesim. They asked basically that Abish should have Rahmanis on the child and he should arise in Tchis Hamazin. Um, fine. However, the problem is the Alter Rebbe in a different simon, the Rebbe points out, in Simon Kuf Chavdalid says, Umiyad Amen In a simon about answering Amen, about the laws of Amen, the Alter Rebbe says in Kuf Chavdalid, from when the child answers Amen, Yesh Habba. And uh, and uh, which, which is, by the way, the last of the five shittas, the latest of the five shittas. So the Rebbe, uh, what? I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. He's saying, is it one, one leading to the next? So remember, it's from, from conception, from birth, from bris, from speaking, and from amen. So this simul khayri says from answering amen. So how's the Rebbe, what's the Rebbe's answer? The Rebbe's answer is a very interesting answer. The Rebbe says... The Rebbe says like this. The Rebbe says it's different dargis. Yeshloimer, the Rebbe says that the day is in the Gemara over there, even though Afshanam are Beloshan Machloikas, Loi Pligi, they're not arguing. All five shittas are correct, the Rebbe says. They're arguing, they're discussing five distinct levels in Oilam Habo. That's what the Rebbe says. And the Rebbe brings a, 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 a raya for such a concept in, in the Kudetayda Parshas Kairach that. It, something could look like a machlekes, but the Alter Rebbe's mazbe is bechlal, not a machlekes. Everyone agrees it's talking about different madregis. So we hear as well, uh, it's different madregis. Um, uh, in Igis Meisha, he has a whole pillful. We pass it. The halacha is like the first shita that a fetus has elam haba. 
He says, what's his ra'i? He says, if you look at the collection of names, it's a very interesting collection of names. Pasha, hundreds of years apart from each other. The Meir, the Vina. Anyways, he says, the last one, the Basra, Halachik Basra, the Vina. The Vina, the last one, who heard all the shit, this, what did he paskin? Mishanizra. He paskin, the Nafil gets already. So he says, Halachik Basra. And he says, especially that we have the other Gemara in Ksubis that we mentioned. Right? Yichyu meisecha unaveilasa yakumun, which Bipshita says bistam that 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 it's the fetus. But remember, according to the Rebbe, none of these you don't need these rays because all five shittas are true. The Moshe has rays; he's being rays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. And uh, now, in conclusion, Kipshutim the, the what are these? What are these five shittas essentially? So. The the first shitta is the most radical, if you want to say. In other words, there's no gilui kemat of the nefshali kiss in the fetus, right? And uh, but you just have pashit, even especially according to what we explained that we're talking about even nefshachiyunis. But kaneda, uh, there has to be something. There has to be some level of shaykhis. Um, uh, uh, maybe maybe from the parent abba mezake bra, like a, like a, like the the parents could be mezake the child. The fact is, the moment you give a, a certain gilui. To that, to that, uh, to that uh, conception, to that child, even before 40 days, the fact is, it's a guf kaddish. The fact is that it's the, it's a, it's a body of a yid, and it's a it's a guf of the lohin kaddisha, and that's already that's the, that's that shit. But the second shit that says that it has to be more of an internal internal shaykhis of nefshal kiss into the guf, and he says when it, when you're born, that now the guf is already a mitzvah for itself. It's separate from it's distinct from the mother. And think about it also, even though there's no chi of any mitzvahs, nothing. Remember we mentioned before there's a Isser Deir to feed a Jewish child treif, or adult for that matter. It's Pasha Isser Deir Over here also, all of a sudden there's a mitzvah which applies to a child the moment it comes out of its mother. There's a mitzvah, you're not allowed to eat, feed a treif. By the bris, of course, first of all you're being Mekayim a mitzvah l'maisa. Pasha, the mitzvah is Chris's bris. It's Mamish Meiridik. You're revealing the Nefshali kiss in the body, especially according to the beer of the of the of the Meiridavuchim that Rebbe brings all the time. That uh, Pasha does a lot of nerve endings on the on the foreskin, and Pasha, you're machlish for the rest of the life. A person can't really experience Tivus in its peak. And uh, in other words, from the youngest age, you're already making the kid more spiritual, more shaykhist, more that he shouldn't be involved in Tivus and he should should be more involved in spiritual and godly things. And then the third shit is when it speaks, which the Ion Yaakov connects it with the fact that when a kid begins to speak, you start, you, you, the first thing you, have, you want the kid to speak is Apasuk. Now it never says the kid actually has to say Apasuk, but you could say from the fact that the kid has a Chiv, the fact that the kid he is able to start being taught, Chinuch really begins, that's already more of his Galus of the Nefshal and that's that Darge. And the fifth and final Darge is answering Amen. Which, which is more of, of, uh, of a primistic shaykhis because uh, it's the chilik of Torah versus davening, especially like we brought up in the Yerushalmi, which says that from when the kid answers, I mean, in other words, when a kid has a geshmak, a kid is davening to Hashem, that's much more than Torah. The Rebbe has a maimim, Kibbala Yehudim, Tashin Yud Aleph, the first put him after he's in Kabbalah Nesias, but the Rebbe discusses how even though Hevel Tuneges Shalbeis Rabban holds up the whole world, it's very special, but the Rebbe says actually the lowest darge, because kids, it's Meyiris Haritzua, the Rebbe talks in the Maimer. It's a very low madrege, they don't really have, it's not connected to them, but premius. The Rebbe said it's actually a very low shaykh. So, like, the kids repeats Taira, fine. Taira's like from heaven. But when a kid is inspired to answer Amen, that he wants to dive into Hashem, that's even a more premius to Kashaykhis. That means his Nefshali Kis is beginning to have a real effect on him. And he's actually answering Amen in, in, in Beis HaKnesset. And that's the final Shitta. But of course, all five are going to have 
um, and we should merit to uh, to see all of our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. Amen.